Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Leviticus 26. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read about these blessings and curses of the covenant, that we would keep your covenant today. We're so thankful that you have made this possible and that truly you are giving us the power to be your people. That's such an amazing thing. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Leviticus 26 You shall not make for yourselves idols and divine images, and you shall not raise up stone pillars for yourselves, and you shall not put a sculptured stone in your land in order to worship before it, because I am Yahweh your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths, and you shall revere my sanctuary. I am Yahweh. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commands, and you do them, then I will give you rains in their time, and the land shall give its produce, and the trees of the field shall give their fruit. And for you the threshing season shall overtake the grape harvest, and the grape harvest shall overtake the sowing, and you shall eat your food to your fill, and you shall live securely in your land. And I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and there shall not be anybody who makes you afraid. And I will remove harmful animals from the land, and no sword shall pass through your land. And you shall pursue your enemies, and they shall fall by the sword before you. And five of you shall pursue a hundred, and a hundred of you shall pursue a myriad, and your enemies shall fall by the sword before you. And I will turn to you, and I will make you fruitful, and I will make you numerous, and I will keep my covenant with you. And you shall eat old grain, and you shall clear away the old before the new, and I will put my dwelling place in your midst, and my inner self shall not abhor you. And I will walk about in your midst, and I shall be your God, and you shall be my people. I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt, from being their slaves. And I broke the bars of your yoke, and I caused you to walk erectly. But if you do not listen to me, and you do not carry out all these commands, and if you reject my statutes, and if your inner self abhors my regulations to not carry out all my commands by your breaking my covenant, I in turn will do this to you. Then I will summon unto you horror, the wasting disease, and the fever that wastes eyes and that drains away life, and you shall sow your seed in vain and your enemies shall eat it. And I will set my face against you, and you shall be defeated before your enemies, and your haters shall rule over you, and you shall flee away, but there shall not be anybody who is pursuing you. And if, in spite of these things, you do not listen to me, then I will continue to discipline you seven times for your sins, and I will break the pride of your strength, and I will make your heaven like iron, and your land like copper, and your strength shall be consumed in vain, and your land shall not give its produce, and the land's trees shall not give their fruit. And if you go against me in hostility, and you are not willing to listen to me, then I will add a plague unto you seven times according to your sins, and I will send wild animals out among you, and they shall make you childless, and they shall cut down your domestic animals, and they shall make you fewer, 
and your roads shall be desolate. And if you do not accept correction from me through these things, but you go against me in hostility, then I myself will go against you in hostility, and I myself will also strike you seven times for your sins. And I will bring upon you a sword that seeks vengeance for the covenant, and you shall be gathered to your cities, and I will send a plague in your midst, and you shall be given into the hand of an enemy. At my breaking the supply of bread for you, then ten women shall bake your bread in one oven, and they shall return your bread by weight, and you shall eat it, and you shall not be satisfied. And if through this you do not listen to me, and you go against me in hostility, then I will go against you in hostile anger, and also I myself will discipline you seven times for your sins. And you shall eat the flesh of your sons, and the flesh of your daughters you shall eat, and I will destroy your high places, and I will cut down your incense altars, and I will place your corpses on your idols' corpses, and my inner self shall abhor you. And I will lay your cities in ruins, and I will lay waste your sanctuaries, and I shall not smell your sacrifices' appeasing fragrance, and I myself will lay waste the land, and your enemies who are living in it shall be appalled over it, and I will scatter you among the nations, and I will draw a sword behind you, and your land shall be a desolation, and your cities shall be a ruin. Then the land shall enjoy its Sabbaths all the days of its lying desolate, and you shall be in the land of your enemies, then the land shall rest, and it shall enjoy its Sabbaths. All the days of its lying desolate it shall rest for the time that it had not rested during your Sabbaths, while you are living on it. As for the ones who remain among you, I will bring fearfulness in their hearts in the land of their enemies, and a sound of a wind-blown leaf shall pursue them, and they shall flee like flight before a sword, and they shall fall, but there shall not be a pursuer, and they shall stumble over one another as from before a sword, but there shall not be a pursuer, and you shall have no resistance before your enemies, and you shall perish among the nations, and the land of your enemies shall eat you. And because of their guilt, the ones among you who remain shall decay in the land of their enemies, and also because of the iniquities of their ancestors, they shall decay with them. But when they confess their guilt and the guilt of their ancestors and their infidelity that they displayed against me, and moreover that they went against me in hostility, I myself also went against them in hostility, and I brought them into the land of their enemies, or if then their uncircumcised heart is humbled, and then they pay for their guilt, I will remember my covenant with Jacob, and I will remember also my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land, and the land shall be deserted by them, and it shall enjoy its Sabbaths, in its being desolate from them, and they themselves must pay for their guilt, simply because they rejected my regulations, and their inner self abhorred my statutes. And in spite of this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them, and I will not abhor them, to destroy them, to break my covenant with them, because I am Yahweh their God. And I will remember the first covenant for them, whom I brought out from the land of Egypt, in the sight of the nations to be their God. I am Yahweh. These are the rules and the regulations and the laws that Yahweh gave 
between himself and the Israelites on Mount Sinai through Moses. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Yahweh has given many commands in the book about holiness. And so now, as we get to the end of this book, he summarizes it at the beginning of this chapter as not worshiping other gods, keeping Yahweh's Sabbaths, and revering his sanctuary. Then he tells them all the good things that will happen if they do follow his commands. This would be a familiar pattern for covenants in those days. They would end the covenant with a list of good things that would happen if the covenant was kept, and a list of bad things that would happen if they broke the covenant. In fact, they would even include some of these same things, saying that the gods would withhold the rain if they didn't keep the covenant. So, it starts out with the good. The first good thing would be very good crops, because God would give the rain at the right time. He says that the crops would be so good that they would still be threshing the wheat when the grapes were ripe and ready to harvest. And they would still be harvesting grapes when it was time to plant the grain seeds again. Then, the second blessing will be security and peace. No enemy would make them afraid. The animals would not harm them. Their enemies would run away from just a few of their warriors. The third blessing would be that their numbers would increase, and yet they would have more than enough food. The fourth blessing would be that God would dwell with them. Then we get to the negative side. The curses if they don't keep the covenant. He says, If your inner self abhors my regulations. First, they would have some bad diseases. Next, their enemies would defeat them and eat all of their food. Then God would stop the rain and the land would be hard and dry. He describes it as, I will make your heaven like iron and your land like copper. But interestingly, with each new thing that God will do to them, he prefaces it with if, if they continue against God. So there is hope at every turn that they will repent and come back to the covenant. Next, God says that he will send wild animals who will kill their children and animals. And after that, he says he will send an enemy who will besiege them in their cities, and then diseases that will kill them in those cities, and they won't have enough food to eat. They will be eating their own family members because they won't have any food in the siege, and everything in the country would be destroyed, their idols and their own selves, and the ones who survive would be carried away into other lands as captives, and the land would rest, and the captive people would live in fear. But after all of that, God promises when they confess and repent, then God will remember them and not destroy them. And now for a deeper dive. The curses are certainly not a pleasant part to read, and they are a lot longer than the blessings. You could say that the curses are also a way to think about the blessings. If they keep the covenant, then none of the bad things will happen to them. But it seems inevitable that they are eventually going to reject the covenant, and those bad things are going to happen, as we know they did, although it was many hundreds of years later. But God already is promising here that even though the Israelites will reject his covenant and he will punish them severely, he is not going to forget the covenant. God is just going to wait for them to repent so he can bless them again. Some people may say that God is forcing them to obey him. But the blessings aren't something they are earning. God deserves worship, and it is a great honor that they would be God's people. 
This is not an honor they earned, but in order to be in God's presence, they have to be holy. So it is a great blessing, but it does require a right response on their part. If you were invited to a presidential inauguration, that would be a great honor. It would require that you wear some nice clothes and show up. But there are plenty of people who wear nice clothes and show up, who don't get to sit on the stage. So the commands of God are similar to the nice clothes. And if they refuse to wear the nice clothes, they don't get to be in God's presence. And yet, God is not going to just reject them. He will wait for them to repent. And God has extended that invitation to us today. We don't deserve to be in God's presence, but God has offered it to us. And God has provided the nice clothes, if we are willing to put them on. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.